Hello and a warm welcome to Translate Stars podcast, a podcast created by language professionals for language professionals. Hi everybody, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, depending where you are connecting from. Um, I am Alfonso Gonzalez, as you can see down there, um, localization manager at Pathwire, also the, the founder and creator of um, Translate Stars and also someone who knows uh, quite a lot about SEO and SEA localization. That's why we are here. And we are here because we have decided to um, create some live sessions to, to talk about different, um, different fields of specialty in, in translation. So we have Pablo Muerza doing uh, medical translation uh, streamings. We have Juan Antonio Garcia, um, doing some uh, sessions to to solve issues related to your financial or, or or economy related to being a freelancer, mainly in Spain, but also anywhere where you are. Um, so we hope you enjoy them. You have the opportunity to make questions. What we encourage you to do now is to, to say hi, don't be strangers, um, say where you're from, where you are connecting from. It's a pleasure to have you here, of course. And yeah, the idea again is to, to answer any questions you, you may have during um, the, the time we are going to be together today. And uh, we, you will see the, the questions uh, down the screen. So I will, I will, uh, I will answer them. Uh, if I don't have an answer, uh, I will look for it or I will, uh, or, or even if I have an answer, but I, um, I need to, to do some research, I, I will uh, come back next, uh, next month with the, with the answers and uh, I, I like to be completely honest with, with you and, and give you the, the best information possible. Something I would like to, to do now is to um, invite you to our um, to um, my, my bootcamp that is taking place um, next week. It's a SEO and SEA localization bootcamp that I um, strongly encourage you to, to join. Um, today we are going to cover some of the typical uh, problems, um, and we are going to talk about uh, some solutions to, to those problems. Problems in SEO localization, or, or we can call them issues. But it's very important that you, you, you take them into account when you are translating content. We will also see that sometimes you don't know very well if you should translate, if you should localize, or if you should transcreate. It's, it's quite complicated, actually. Um, and it's Sometimes it's not your decision as a translator. It's the decision of your customer or the agency for, for, for which you are working for. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's start. I see that we have a few comments um, uh, on, on the chat. So we have, um, I, I apologize for the pronunciation of your names, but Manija that says hello. Um, uh, Shaima also. Um, Biku. Um, from India, that's great. Uh, Victoria, um, we also have Patricia, Lorena from Austria. I'm, I'm based in Berlin in Germany, so not really far from there. Um, Manuel, who is in, uh, in Portugal, love Portugal, mainly the south. I come from the south of Spain, so very close to, to Portugal. We have people from Egypt, that's great. I've never been to Egypt, but I would love to. Uh, Virginia Magri, whom I know, a great marketing translator, so get in touch with her. Um, we also have Christina. We have uh, Gianfranco. Uh, it's, uh, 
his first session with translators, translators. welcome, uh, Gianfranco. I hope it's not the last. We have people from Valencia, people from Kenya, people from Colombia, uh, Nigeria, and even Peru. Okay, continue saying hi. And um, something that I strongly recommend you to do, you, you are seeing some of these people um, in, in the chat, try to connect with them, try to enlarge your network uh, with uh, with people who are interesting, with people who can uh, help you, not only offering you job positions, it's, it's not only about job positions, but they can enrich you with their with their views, with their comments, and with, with their with with their posts. So follow them or connect with them, talk to them. I that's the best thing you can do to to grow in 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 the in the profession. Um, um, we have also my dear Juan Jose. Uh, oops, Juan Jose is here. Jose is our um, design specialist, the one who creates all the, the images you see. Uh, we have more people from India, Kiran, from Venezuela. Hi, Sydney. Uh, Walter from Brazil. Wow, I'm, I am I am amazed. So, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Shaima, thank you. <laughs> I would love to go to Egypt. Um, hi from uh, uh, Monica from Munich. Uh, love Munich. I've been there. Uh, Argentina, I've never been there, but I, love, I would love to go there. Oh, my dear Helen from Jerez. Helen is our um, .com manager and also the person who who is uh, in charge of the, our of, of scheduling or that we have in our social media. So great job from, from her, great job from all our team. So thank you very much, everybody, for being here. Let's start talking um, a little bit about SEO localization. I'm going to, to share. This is a very, very, very small presentation that I have for you. So the important thing is that you share your questions, that you share your, your doubts. If any questions, I'll try to, to cover them all. I'll try to, to answer them all. Um, but again, I insist, try to do some networking with the people in, 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 in the chat. Um, let me share um, my screen. Okay, I think you, you can see it. I am, I am also going to, um, um, let me do something. Uh, oh, yeah, here. Um, I'm going to remove this so you can see the presentation better. Oh, and I left a comment from Helen there. So now let's start talking. Well, I want to introduce myself. So first of all, I'm the localization manager at Pathway. I, well, what, what I see is that when I uploaded this to, to StreamYard, that is the platform we use to, to broadcast live, it has moved the, the picture here. And so it, it was not like that in, in, the, in the PowerPoint presentation, but good to know. So I have more than 25 years experience in the industry, in the localization industry as a translator, as a project manager, as a manager, creating departments. Lots of stuff related to translation. I have worked as a technical translator, as an audiovisual translator, some marketing translator, which is really closely related to SEO and SEA localization. I have also been a university professor and a head of studies, and I have four master degrees in different things, localization, translation, audiovisual translation, um, and international business, and stuff like that. Well, it's good to, to continue. It's, it's something that I always recommend is to continue learning. You have 
uh, a lot of platforms, not only Translate Stars, that offer you great courses. You have a lot of information on the internet for free. We we offer a lot of courses for free. Take them for free. Take advantage of people who offer you things for free. I mean, you have a lot of information. If you want to specialize in something, try to choose the best one uh, and, and then pay, pay for it. But otherwise, there's, there are tons of information you can find for free. Um, Again, say hi, don't be strangers, okay? Tell us where you are connecting from, your nationality in the chat, and make questions related to SEO and SEA if you, if you have any, okay? Um, why SEO? Why SEO? Well, as I say there, to build a house, we need bricks, mortar, cables, pipes, and a lot of elements uh, to make it functional. Um, but however, if you want to sell it today, then we need SEO skills, uh, good copy, and good localized marketing content. That's super important. So if we want to succeed, if we have a company, as ourselves have, Translate Stars is our company, we need to have good copy. We need to have good SEO strategies. Uh, um, and we need to have good localization of content. Nobody's perfect, so don't worry. You're going to make mistakes, and you continue learning, and you continue adjusting things. That's that's how it works, and that's the way to do things. Um, so, so please remember that, okay? You, you are not going to do anything perfect the, the very first day and, and you need to keep on practicing and, and learning. So that's, that's the important thing. Um, as, as you see, we, we always talk or, or we fundamentally talk about Google when, when we are talking about SEO localization or, or SEO or, or search or, or search results. Why? Well. You have that uh, there that I took um, from Twitter, that, that uh, screen capture that I took from Twitter. And in 20, uh, 2021, um, Google accounted for 70% of global search traffic. That's, that's a crazy amount. So most of us, when we need to look for something, when we want information about how to do something, uh, where to buy this thing, comparisons, we go to Google, okay? Um, Google has very powerful algorithms. A lot of algorithms do not all believe it's just one. Sometimes people just talk about the algorithm. No, it's not the algorithm. There are many algorithms and they, they have different function, functions. Um, so it, 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 uh, they're bots, they, they crawl the, the web, the internet, they, they, and they provide you with, with the best information. So in order to provide us with with the information, uh, Google take into account many things. So where we are based, the, the, how our settings in in our browser. So uh, there, there's a lot of stuff. Okay, um, Manuel is making a question: the difference between SEO, SEA, and SEM. We are going to talk about that today. So that's a very good question, Manuel. Um, so again, Google. Why Google is the most important one, but um, if you if 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 you have doubts about okay, Bing, Yahoo, they work in a very similar way. So the things you you learn about SEO localization or SEO and SEA, they are going to work the same way in in most of these search engines. Also in social media uh, platforms like uh, or networks like Facebook, when if you want to to create an SEA advertisement, uh, then then that's going to work that way. Um, let me continue. So when we talk about SEO, I would like to ask you, uh, and you can participate in the chat, what do we do with content for SEO? I mean, 
how can we apply SEO in marketing, in localization? What does SEO actually have to do with localization? Any ideas that you want to share in, in the chat? Like quickly share in the chat? And while we can say hi to people connecting from, from different places. Um, any ideas of what we can do with SEO and localization or marketing? Um, don't be shy. Okay, even if you don't have any idea, don't worry. Um, we are going to see it in a moment. Okay, so for example, um, SEO is very important for copywriting, for content writing, for localization, um, localization of web content, of course, and revamping. So when we talk about SEO and SEO localization, that applies to web content, mainly web content, okay? Because as we will see in a moment, the difference between SEO, SEA, and SEM, SEO is, um, is search engine optimization. It, it talks about organic traffic, the traffic that we, uh, the people that come to visit our, our pages, uh, our websites, uh, because they found that uh, what they were looking for, um, what they, the information is in our page, okay? Um, so, oops, I, I left there Hannibal Lecter or Hannibal Lecter. Okay. Um, okay. So again, copywriting, probably you, you, uh, you have heard a, a lot about that and that's, uh, um, and, uh, and that's something copywriting that it's becoming more and more important in companies that so you can find a lot of, uh, work related to copywriting, copywriting, uh, a copywriter needs to know about SEO, uh, for, for sure. I mean. If you don't know about SEO, you cannot work as a copywriter, okay? It's not just writing good pieces of content, that it is important, but you need to apply SEO techniques to, to that pieces of content. Content writing is, let's say, not that much impacted by SEO, although today everything is impacted by SEO. Localization, of course, is impacted by SEO when you need to, to localize, for example, a website, you need to take into account um, what, um, what, for example, uh, how SEO is important. And just to, to give you an idea, I, I work in a company that provides email services, okay? So imagine you are Zara or you are Microsoft and you need to send, I don't know, millions of emails every day. So for example, for us, the word email is very important. But if you are looking for uh, something related to the email world, uh, we need to have the proper keywords there in, in our web content. Keywords are very important. It's not all about keywords, but keywords are very important and are those terms that you are going to type when you are looking for information. Another thing that is very important when you are looking for information is search intent, okay? But keywords, let's, let's focus now on keywords. For, so for example, the word email, think of the word email in your own languages. How many ways can you translate the word email? If you think I'm from Spain, if you think in Spanish, for example, if you know Spanish, you can translate email as email, as correo electrónico, correo, mensaje. So there are many ways to, to say um, the word email. However, email, the word email in Spanish, for example, in my case, the word email is going to get more visits than anything. Okay, so it's that is the one that gets more traffic Then correo, then mensaje. Google is very intelligent nowadays. So Google knows when you are talking in the context, a correo, mensaje, 
or, or, or any other synonym, Google knows you are talking about the same thing. But for, for, for the richness of your content, it's better to use synonyms. Do not worry. You don't have to, to repeat the same word in your localization. If the, the original says email 100 times, you don't need to use email 100 times in your localization unless your customer is very specific about it. However, it would look like some somehow like keyword stuffing. You don't need to add the, the, the word email 100 times. Google knows if you are writing email, um, correo electronico, or, or whatever you're writing, uh, Google knows. So take that into account when you translate that you can use synonyms, okay? Tell your customers, hey, this will make your content richer. It will be more interesting to read than just repeating email 100 times, okay? So this is the type of, um, of content where we can use SEOs. SEO is also very important now for the typical FAQs, the questions, the, this page of questions, because a lot of us, when, when we need to know um, how something works, that's the typical FAQ. So that's becoming more and more important for search intent, but also to, to insert there some, some SEO. So yeah, um, yeah, that, that's also something that you can take into account. Um, our friend uh, Manuel was asking for the difference between SEO, SEA, and SEM. So SEM, let's say, is the word that, uh, that will um, cover SEO and SEA. So it's search engine marketing, OK? So inside search engine marketing, it's SEO and SEA. SEO is search engine optimization and SEA is search engine advertising. And you may say, eh, okay, Alphonse, I, I do not understand it yet. Don't worry, let's, let's, let's take a look to this. For example, here, this is the very typical, I made a search, which is how to make kicks, uh, cookies and, um, in German. So, and, and you have here some, some answers, okay? Um, the first one you have is SEA. SEA is advertising, it's an ad, okay? So this ad is, is there first because someone has paid to, to appear in that first position. However, the other two that you can see there is SEO. is something that has rank high, uh, high uh, because someone has created good content or someone has translated good content into German, for example, in this case. Um, so... In order to rank high on, on a page, you, you need to apply different techniques like on-page SEO techniques, off-page SEO techniques, and technical SEO techniques. Um, so for example, um, some SEO techniques that you need to apply is uh, to apply is to have a meta title, meta description, to localize the meta title, to localize the meta description. Um, some technical SEOs is that your um, your uh, content is displayed correctly in both a laptop or a desktop and a mobile device. So those things are very important. Sometimes we don't think of, of them when, when we are localizing content, but everything is important, okay? Uh, take into account, for example, um, the, the size of buttons. If, if, uh, if, if you localize a button and it uh, goes or overflows the, the, the set, um, the, the the set uh, characters that it has in your in your target language, then it, it won't display correctly. Most 
most of the of these page, of pages nowadays they adapt the content they, to 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 the size or to the language. But sometimes it doesn't happen, so you need to to take that into account as well. Um, let's talk now briefly, and this is uh, the the last slide I have for you today. And I hope you uh, you have some questions for me, like the the one. Uh, Manuel sent about the difference between SEO, SEA, and SEM. You can make questions, or you can even bring your uh, some of your own examples. Um, typical problems in SEO localization. So, where are problems here? Where where I have seen problems in my twenty five year career? Well, uh, you have there a picture of a Slack, and and you'll understand it. So slags or URLs, okay? Th those are a problem in localization. How to translate a slag, okay? Think of any uh, website, any company you visit, probably the URL is localized. They need to, to try to make the, the name memorable, but also something that can easily identify where you are and the information you are going to, to read there. So it needs to use only content words and not function words. If you, I, I, I guess you, you know the difference between content words and function words. If you don't, content words, for example, um, are, are verbs, nouns, uh, that, that type of words. And um, function words are like pronouns, uh, prepositions. They do not add information. So in, 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 the, in the centers, in the, for example, in the sentence like uh, Translate Stars is the best online platform in the world. So you have content words like translate stars, uh, best platform, um, online content, and world. And the rest of words are function words, and you don't need to 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 use them in a in a slag in a URL. Of course, that's a very simplified description, but that's how it works, and and you should know ab about that, or you should take that into account when you are translating um, content. Another problem is keywords or long tail keywords. Which ones to to use and how to localize or to what to do with a keyword in, in the in, from the source text in in your target language? I mean that's difficult because maybe you have a word that uh, your market is not mature enough and they don't know about it. So should you translate it? Should you leave it in English? Should you coin a new term, something like that? That's sometimes uh, those are sometimes questions. So you should make a research on what. What are the keywords that are used, um, or the keyword equivalent equivalents for for those keywords in, in the source text? Um, you also um, need to uh, to take into account the search intent uh, or of your of, of people. So the search intent is why you are looking for something. So, for example, if you write iPhone versus Android on Google, so what's the search intent? You, well, the search intent is getting information. Uh, comparing comparing to different uh, opera, uh, opera, operating systems. If you write um, best prices uh, uh, for uh, Nike shoes, well, uh, what you are looking is for an offer. So the search intent is like close to buy. So that's something that we also need to take into account when we localize content. Meta titles, meta descriptions, those are part of this meta information any page has. If you configure it right, if you localize it right, you will have more people visiting your page, your 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 page. It, this is of course not only a decision of of the localization team, 
not only a decision of uh, of the translators it's also a decision of of the your customer of their um, SEO team of their marketing team their developers i mean it's it's something big and it's not something that we can decide how how to do alone um, then alt text which is this information you see in images that's super important because hey have you realized that Google has a section that is called images. So when you want to look for information, you can also look for images. And if you have the correct alt text or something that is descriptive enough, is if you have a good localization of that, you are going to get people to that image and maybe people to your page and maybe people who wants to spend money on your product or services. In the end, that's what it's all about. Um, H1 or H and tags. These, these tags, what they actually mean, imagine a blog post, which is um, uh, another example. Imagine a blog post, the title is the H1. Uh, and, and then the subtitles, which are super important, are HN. Why is this important? Because um, bots crawl the blog post and they say, okay, this article is about this topic. And then it has this subtopic and this subtopic. So if someone is looking for this information, I'm going to take them there on the first place. So that's why it's important that that's correctly structured and that that is correctly um, localized. Okay, so it's super important to give proper information. Google love questions, by the way, the typical, uh, how can I do this? Or uh, that, that's the type of things Google is very good at. Okay. Um, um, and another thing is, the decision between localization, transcreation, or SEO localization. If they give you a piece of content that you have to translate for a website, what do you do? Do you just localize it and you make it good for your target market? Do you transcreate it and you keep the spirit of the original, but you do whatever you want with, with, with the text? Or do you apply SEO localization techniques to it and say, okay, yeah, let's take a look to what are the um, most interesting keywords and less let's use them in, in our localization. So that's, so that's a very important thing. Um, and I think this is, yeah, that's my, my last slide. I, I, know, I, I hope you found it interesting. In, in my next uh, uh, streaming, uh, what I will do is I will go specifically into, uh, into, this, into these issues uh, and I will offer you solutions or I will show you some examples of what we have done in, in the companies I have worked for and how to solve them. Um, now, please feel free to, to share um, some feedback, some questions. We have some questions um, uh, so from the translation for, uh, uh, from Lorena. Lorena says, um, hola Lorena. Um, can you give us an example from the translation field uh, for translation companies? Um, I would like to know what you mean specifically, Lorena. Um, an example uh, from the translation field, in, in what sense? If if you can give me more information, I will be pleased to, to help. Um, um, Andres, I will go back to your question in a moment, uh, Lorena, if you can type some 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 explanation there. Andres says, what is your advice for young translators that want to get a job? That, that's a very good question as well. Not that really related to SEO localization. Um, Andres, what I will or what I can recommend you, taking a look to my own personal career, is to try to specialize. Um, it's not good when when we receive um, 
um, for example, CVs from people. Uh, we are translate stars and we are uh, an online learning platform. And we receive hundreds of emails from translators saying, hey, these are my my rates and I am very good at, hey, we are not a translation company. So do not send me your rates. If you want to collaborate with us, we are open to collaboration. We would love that creating courses, but we do not translate content. So first, uh, specialize. Uh, think of what you like doing and think if you want to dedicate your life to that. I love translating. I love management. I love creating things. So that's what I do. I'm super happy in my professional life. Um, then um, if you want to work for an agency, for example, if you are an agent translator, try to choose the agencies you want to work for. Or if you want direct customers, try to choose the ones you want, you, 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 you would like to, to work for. So it's not about sending 100 emails. I see that on Twitter of people who say, I have sent 100 emails and nobody answered me. Of course, no, I, I will not answer you either. Um, if you write me an email, personalize the email. Tell me, remember, when we are looking for a job, it's not about you. It's about the company. You are trying, you, you, what you are doing is trying to solve a problem for the company. They need a translator. So tell them, hey, I am the best translator in the world to solve you this problem. I know you do this, this, and that, and I'm going to solve you this and this and that problem. That's what we love to see. Then you can see your, you can send your CV, you can send whatever information you want. But uh, remember that you, you need to solve the, the, the problems. That will be my advice. Try to specialize. Try to think first, who would you like to work with uh, or, or, or for? And, and then apply for positions. And, and do not be afraid to, to apply. Do not free. I, I mean, if you have the possibility, do not be afraid of moving countries. I'm from Spain. I'm living in, in, in Germany. So... Uh, and you can do it in at any point or at any stage in your life. I, I moved here when I was 40 and I, uh, sorry, 38, and I had a very comfortable life in Spain. So I changed everything. But hey, that's life. Uh, you are going to, uh, I think we are going to only live once. So yeah, may, maybe if you live in Spain, Portugal, France, or, or wherever, or that's not the best place to find your dream job. Move somewhere else. Try and uh, knock on doors and offer yourself, but specialize. You, you need to market yourself as someone different, someone who can do something different. And when you specialize, try to do your best, always your best, try to perform like the best ever. So uh, try always to do the best job you can. Of course, you are, you are going to make mistakes and that's the only way you can learn. So do not be afraid of that, but that's that's how you do it. Sorry, um, if it, that was too long. Um, Lorena is saying, uh, okay, let me let me go back. I am referring to, um, here. I am referring to the keywords or search intent and in Google. Okay. Um, so, ah, for translation companies, keywords. Okay, so you can use some. There are tools that you can use for for free, like SEMrush. You can, if you use SEMrush, I'll, I'll, I'll write the, the name in a moment here. Uh, let me, let me show, uh, let me share it with you so, so you know the tool, SEMrush. Okay, uh, I think you're going to say it. Yeah, uh, just a second. SEMrush, that's the tool. So if you, if you use SEMrush, um, um, just a second, you can, you can see, for example, how, 
uh, or the words that translation companies are using to, to rank high. So that's something I will recommend you, you to use. So for example, for a, for a translation company, um, yeah, something like the services you offer, this, this is about keywords and long tail keywords. So for example, um, depending on what you are offering, that's the keywords you need to use in your copy. Then a very good strategy, and that's why all companies have it, it's um, blog. I mean, you, you should have your own blog where you publish articles and you attract people, but you need to write those blog posts for your uh, target customers. It's not about writing about anything. That's, that's not going to work. Another important thing that you should know is like, if you spend money on Google, uh, on ads, on SEA, that is not going to mean that your company or your pages are going to appear higher on SEO, on, on organic searches, okay? So when you pay, you get an ad and you are going to appear first, but that doesn't mean that people who do not want to see ads uh, are going to see you on, on the first place, okay? Also another thing, social media, when you create content for social media, it could sometimes appear uh, very high in Google, but that's not typically the case, okay? So yeah, content for social media is really nice. It's very good. Try to make meaningful content in social media, please. Um, something that helps people. That's that's more in, the, the more the more interesting thing. That's how companies value that you're an interesting professional. All otherwise, it's like publishing. Yeah, yesterday I came back from my holidays. Okay, yeah, that's very very nice, but actually nobody cares. Uh, maybe you get a lot of likes, man. Who cares about likes? Um, yeah, sorry, Lorena. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Brona, sorry if I'm not pronouncing your name correctly, is asking, which are the best SEO tools for localization? Well, SEMrush, the, the one that I have just uh, shown you, that's very good. You have free and paid uh, versions of it. So I will recommend you to start with SEMrush if you don't use it. Then you have Ahrefs, that's super good, but super expensive. Um, uh, some others could be like ClearScope, that's absolutely fantastic. Also expensive with ClearScope, for example, you, you if, if you have a piece of text, it analyzes it and tells you, okay, this text should have these or those keywords. So you should add more uh, content to, to cover that. So that's fantastic and that is super helpful. Those are some of them. I talk about, uh, about um, SEO, um, um, tools in my bootcamp, so I strongly recommend you to all you to to join it. Um, and I'm sure you are going to learn a lot. We we will also have a a, a great time. Um, uh, Leticia is also asking for good inexpensive tools you can recommend for extracting text from ah, from a website when the client only provides a link and not the source files. Oh, that's a very good question. Uh, good inexpensive tools to to extract text uh i don't know right now but let me let me think about it and i and, and i will answer you on on youtube or on linkedin or, or next week don't do not worry about that but that's an interesting one Cl clients customers should provide you with all the information so they should they should be using a translation tool or a cat tool or translation management system that they can share with you so uh, sometimes yeah, it's, it's very difficult to work with clients that do not provide enough, enough information. Um, okay. Ah, Lorena 
uh, came back here with uh, how can I improve through Google content or keywords the positioning in Google? What kind of words, keywords do you propose? Which ones are absolutely necessary? It depends again on the on what you want to market, what you want to sell, the, the services you, you are offering. But it's not about, remember, something that Google hates and it's going to, you, to, to make you appear at the bottom is keyword stuffing. Keyword stuffing means adding a lot of keywords, for example, in a page. That doesn't work, okay? So do not, imagine you sell, you are a translation agency or a small freelancer. Uh, you, 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 please do not do something like translation, translation services, uh, um, translation in, in, into English, translation into Spanish, translation into French. Hey, no, 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 no. Focus on your niche. Focus on who are your target customers. Think what your target customers would like to find when, when when they need your services. Think about what they are typing and create also blog posts, create content that uh, that attract that people to, to your page. So that's the best way to do it, okay? So that's why a lot of people create or publish blog posts. That's the best way to get people to your to your to your pages. And you have a lot of um blog post providers like Blogger, or if you are using WordPress, you, you can have plugins to, to use a blog. So, I mean, it's very easy to create, let's say very easy, um, a blog and, and you can attract a lot of a lot of people thanks to that. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Fernanda asks, is it really necessary to know about IT to work uh, with SEO localization? No, not at all, Fernanda. I mean, um, the, the more you know about everything, the better, but it's not absolutely at all necessary. For SEO localization, you need to know that, for example, uh, things like um, that, um, that a web page needs to display correctly in both a desktop and a mobile device, that, um, for example, the, that the load, uh, the speed uh, uh, at which a page loads is going to impact your uh, appearance on, on Google. So it's not only about writing good content, it's not only about localizing the, the or having the best team of, uh, of translators and doing a very good localization, it's about many stuff. However, if you work for a customer, uh, that's something they know and they usually have their own I, um, IT team that is in charge of making that work good. So you just need to focus on SEO localization and that's all. Um, Okay, Shaima asks, uh, thank you. Oh, thank you, Shaima, for being here. For this session, could you please tell what type of content writer one needs to a startup localization where, or all of them? Uh, what type of content writer for a startup? Um, well, depending on the field of, uh, of uh, in which the, the startup works, but a content writer, the skills that he or she must have is to to be able to to research and to be able to 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 know what the customers are looking for. And um, content writer usually works with a content manager, and the content manager usually uh, dictates what needs to be uh, work on. But again, it's about research skills, uh, finding good information. Um, categorizing, uh, also structuring very well your information. That's super important uh, as skills that a content writer must have. Um, I will say that th those are the most important things. Um, we have, um, okay, Alessandra. 
Lissandra says, hello uh, from Apulia. Hello. Um, I have a question about choosing the right keywords. Between two keywords, is it more important to consider the one that brings a higher volume of searches and a lower rank or a lower volume and a higher rank? Thank you. That's a very interesting question. And that's something that you, for example, you can have in your source text a word like email. Email will get a lot of searches, but probably if you write uh, an article about emails, it's not going to appear ever in the first position. Why? If you type email, probably the first position will be for Wikipedia and it will tell you what an email is. Then you have like Google Mail and Hotmail and other companies that provide email services. So, but how can you get to the top? Okay, maybe creating content that it's uh, about how to uh, how to create a, an email account. Okay, and then you have the word email there. But going back to to your question, um, is it better lower rank, lower volume? That's something you you need to decide. That's something you need to to look with your with your manager, or you need to decide for yourself and say, okay, what? How do I want to to appear? I mean, do I want to rank high for the word email or do I want to rank high for how to open an email account? That's th those are decisions you, you need to make and in your localization is going to be impacted also by, by that. So maybe in, in, in the original text, if they talk about email all the time, um, maybe you need to tell the, the, the manager, hey, um, I think it should be better to talk about this other term in my in my language because it gets more results or or using a long um, a long tail keyword long tail keywords for example if you if you type shoe for example in, in on Google um, you will get I don't know the definition of shoe and many and many things like that. However, if you type like running shoes for men in Berlin. That's, <laughs> that's narrowing the, the search and the results you are going to get are better for, for your company. So that's uh, if you're, for example, if you have a shoe store. Uh, so that's the idea that you need to take into account. Sometimes it's not just translating about email, uh, but choosing maybe a longer keyword that is going to bring you better results. Um, uh, could you, uh, oh, sorry, Lorena, um, yeah. Uh, could you write the name of the tools? Sure. Um, it is something that, again, uh, we talk in our bootcamp, but I'll, I'll write them here right away. And they are Ahrefs, ClearScope, uh, SEMrush. Uh, so, yeah, but I'll, I'll write them down. And there are many more. Okay. Uh, some of them are free. Some of them are, they have pretty free and paid versions. Uh, Andres, thank you for your answer. Thank you, Andres. Um, can you repeat the SEO tools? Yes, for, for sure. Um, Norma is asking for the SEO tools. Um, 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 and, um, and Norma is saying, what is the name of my book? Um, I am publishing a book in uh, on SEO localization, but it's not yet ready. Um, but it will be ready and it will have lots of examples, lots of uh, activities uh, that, that you can check. So that, that, that you will be able, it will be an electronic book that you will be able to check online, all based in my experience, all based on real examples so uh, yeah uh, do not trust people who who are not working in the industry do not trust books who talk about seo in general because that's useless for you if you're a translator um as for the name of the tools for sure let me uh let me write them again so we have some rush 
We have AHREFs, which probably is the most popular one. Take a look to also to the blog posts of these people I am going to to to, to add in a moment. Um, clear scope. Uh, some of these tools are again super expensive tools. Okay, but hey, if you want the the best, then you have to pay for the best. So some rush AHREFs and clear scope are very very good tools. I, I will say those are the top three in the market for SEO. Um, if you want to, to perform SEO researches or things like that, those are the tools you must have. Um, but again, as a company, my company pays for those tools. But as an individual, I, I don't think I will use them. I, I use some rush, uh, the, the free version. Well, you can pay it. It's not that expensive, but I, I do not need to use it that much. So, but again, that, that depends on what you, what you want to achieve. Um, I don't know if we have any other comments or questions or feedback. If not, we can close it for today. And um, yeah, and um, um, again, I I invite you all to to attend the 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 bootcamp that is um, taking place next week. Um, trust me, you 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 will learn so much. I mean. Uh, you can read the comments uh, on on Google. Uh, people is really happy about about it, and, um, and and always remember we 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 have you covered in the sense that even if you don't like it, we we will return your money. So there is nothing to lose, but just to learn about localization. Take also a look to our courses, um, to our free courses, to our free guides, to our blog. Uh, we have a lot of information for people who who has just started, uh, tools that you can use. Um, and yeah, follow us, uh, subscribe to YouTube so you, you can keep updated on, on what we do. And, um, and yeah, thank you very much for, for having been here. Um, I send you all lots of, uh, of love and um, good wishes. And yeah, uh, take care and be good. Ciao, ciao, bye bye.